One question in particular is nagging at the members of Congress who've been watching the Veterans Affairs Department and its gigantic electronic health record replacement program. That question is simple. When push comes to shove, who's in charge? Is VA steering the ship or is it the Pentagon? After all, DOD is working on the same system with the same vendor. And what happens when the two can't agree? VA says it's closer to an answer, but as Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco reports, close ain't good enough. Members of Congress have been pressing VA for a better, clearer leadership structure. As both it and the Pentagon implement new electronic health records that are interoperable with each other. VA Secretary Robert Wilkie and then-Defense Secretary Jim Mattis had signed a joint agreement back in September. It promised both departments would be committed to achieving interoperability, but it didn't say much else. Both departments have an interagency program office. That's supposed to help facilitate some of the decisions that both departments will need to make as they implement new EHRs. But that office isn't really working in the way it should. VA and DOD have a team that's looking into this office and the department's current governance model. That team will offer up some recommendations on how to improve governance by the end of this month. Acting Deputy VA Secretary Jim Byrne. All of us have agreed, despite any rumors that are out there, that we would like to consider the option, and we're looking forward to the recommendations at the end of February, to have one arbitrator, whatever the title, a purple person, who we all agree would make decisions where there's a dispute between DOD and the VA. And that's a purple person, not somebody from DOD, not somebody from the VA. But that plan has some members of Congress frustrated and a little worried. Senator John Tester with Byrne. So when is that purple person coming on board? Well, we're looking for the recommendation that that is the right solution. And we're still seeking names and looking for that person right now. So we don't even have the if that's the idea we choose, if that's the construct that we're going to use going forward, we've not decided on that person yet. We've not even interviewed him yet. So uh, and I'll put my restaurant questions in writing for the record. But but my concern is DOD is VA is no small partner here. It's big. But DOD can steamroll the VA if they want. I, I do not agree with that, sir. Well, uh, I hope you're right, um, but they've been down the road, so I think they have some experience that the VA doesn't have that they can say, you know, we know better than you. Tester was one of eight in a bipartisan group of lawmakers from the House and Senate VA and Appropriations Committees. They recently asked Wilkie for a little more transparency from VA and more detail in some of the briefings that VA officials gave to members of Congress. This has been an ongoing theme in recent congressional hearings from VA, and not just from Democrats. Senator John Bozeman is the chairman of the Appropriations Military Construction and Veterans Affairs Subcommittee. The reality, though, is that somebody has to be in charge. We have to have an organizational flowchart as to how things are decided. Uh, We've all been around government for significant years, and simply that will bog down tremendously. So... What we'd like for you to do is provide an update on on joint oversight, how this is going to work, including the organizational structure and accountability mechanisms that facilitate coordinated decision-making and oversight. And we really want that, like, soon. Uh, That should already be in place. Members of the Senate Appropriations Subcommittee say they're skeptical of VA's budget and timeline for the new EHR. The timeline is 10 years. Senator Stephen Daines with John Wyndham. Wyndham is the program manager for VA's Electronic Health Record Modernization Office. 
Where in industry do we see software solutions being introduced over a 10-year horizon? Uh, sir, I, I think it's important to understand that the contract, the signing of the contract is a static document for a very dynamic environment. And so we will continue to evolve with the commercial product. Uh, things like cloud computing that you mentioned, definitely something that's on the horizon. You know, when you put a mechanism in place, you, you challenge me to manage cost schedule, performance and risk. Yeah. And so I will continue to update you on our strategies moving forward. But we, we, the vehicle that we have in place, the IDIQ, indefinite delivery, indefinite quantity structure, will allow us to take advantage of the technological advancements. So what the product looks like today in year one may look like something different in year nine, but it'll be interoperable. Interoperability is another concern. Laura Krupa is VA's acting chief medical officer. So we have 20 domains of patient data that will be front-loaded into uh, the, the Cerner product so that those, uh, that data will be available to DOD sites and also will be available at our IOC sites uh, so that clinicians will not have to work without the data that has been accumulated in VISTA over time. Uh, one of the things that we're going to uh, accomplish with, with this system is interoperability between VAs because right now, we, as you said, we have 130 different systems so now folks will be able to see all the, the records from across the country when we go live on Cerner, uh, as well as the DOD sites. The interoperability with the community is obviously a national issue. Um, it's not just a technical issue. Uh, using the Cerner Hub will allow us to exchange uh, inf- information with community partners, uh, and we hope to, to be able to grow and move that forward as, as we gain traction with Cerner. Krupa says VA will work on changing business rules and would develop partnerships with community care providers to achieve interoperability in the field. But she didn't have many details on how specifically VA would get that done. The department's $16 billion budget for EHR modernization is another ongoing concern. Appropriators want more detail from VA because they want to know how long they'll need to fund the current electronic health record, otherwise known as VISTA. Senator Brian Schatz is the ranking member of the Appropriations Subcommittee. We're satisfied that you're trying to make the right choices. Yes, sir. I'm not satisfied uh, about is that you're going to tell us as we go along so that we can make appropriations that are uh, that are dialed in, right? So that we give you enough runway to make smart choices. Yes, sir. Uh, we don't penalize you for not spending, you know, one fiscal year's money, um, and we don't put so much political pressure on you that you do a dumb thing. Uh, but we still need better fidelity from the standpoint of our staff's ability to do a markup yes. that doesn't appropriate money into a pile. Yes, sir. Um, so that's the part I, I want you to kind of get a little bit more yes, sir. clear with our staff about. We get that there will be a transition. We get that Vista has to be operational all the way until the end, really, at least portions of it. We want to know how much more yes, or less uh, that may cost. Meantime, Senator Tammy Baldwin has concerns about VA's efforts to overhaul its appointment scheduling system. The department decided to end its pilot with Epic to develop the Medical Appointment Scheduling Solution, otherwise known as MASS. VA piloted that system in Columbus, Ohio, with pretty promising results. Baldwin says wait times for primary care improved by 30 percent. Behavioral health wait times went down 18 percent. The schedulers themselves took 30 to 50 percent less time to actually make an appointment. But VA announced recently it wouldn't go with the Epic system. It would buy Cerner's scheduling product instead. Here's Baldwin. 
Another statement uh, made uh, was, quote, this will improve access for veterans and streamline workflow, workflow for staff. Since no VA medical center is currently operating on a Cerner scheduling module, I'm not sure how the VA can make such a statement. Um, and so I'd like you to com- uh, provide the committee with metrics and actual data on how this decision will improve uh, access for veterans and streamline the workflow for staff. Baldwin says she also wants a budget and a timeline for actually implementing the Cerner scheduling system. VA says it's still too early to publicize those schedules. Nicole Lagrisco for Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at pluralsight.com vision.